you're married, you're supposed to buy a house. That's what I thought. Bought a townhome, no experience. Wasn't a great experience buying. And that's just how it started. It was tight. We didn't have a lot of money, you know, very junior, obviously starting off, but seemed like what we were supposed to do. You're listening to the Expertish Podcast. Be sure to head over to iTunes or Spotify and tell Jay what you thought about this episode. Expertish is where you can learn how to invest from those who have, those who are, and have some fun along the way. Are you ready to start? Hello, everybody. This is Jay Johnson. I'm the host of the Expertish podcast. I actually did not intend to invest in real estate at all initially. Total accidental discovery. I was young. I was 22, almost 23. Had just gotten married, just moved to my first duty station after some training and bought a townhome. You're married. You're supposed to buy a house. That's what I thought bought a townhome, no experience, wasn't a great experience buying. And that's just how it started. It was tight. We didn't have a lot of money, you know, very junior, obviously starting off, but seemed like what we were supposed to do. I did it. I wish I could say that it was really a mental process and I had come up with some epiphany that this is something that I was supposed to, but it really wasn't like that. It was really more of, I realized that if I wasn't driven at what I was doing at that time, you know, in school and my kind of goals from the beginning to like the two year point, but I didn't know if the goals I was working towards were really what I wanted to work towards. And when there was kind of that uncertainty, I thought I needed a different challenge. And I didn't grow up in an area really surrounded by military. It wasn't a military town, wasn't what I saw. I didn't have that exposure. So my perception was like, hey, you know, I should do this. These guys are like going to be super driven, super dedicated, super, you know, all these things and really challenge myself. Like, hey, let's quit being a kid and let's jump in the ring with the man is what I thought. And then I'm sure as a lot of people do, they realize like when you get to basic training and you go, hey, these are all just the other kids that are thinking either the same thing or they're just trying to make their next step in life too. So it wasn't exactly what I, in my mind had made it out to be, but it was that step nonetheless. And that's kind of, you know, I guess how that transition made. Wasn't exactly a popular transition, I think, with my family. My parents would have definitely rather me stay home, finish school and do a normal job, but it is what it is now. Accidental, scenic route, however you want to describe that, it's really how that first purchase played out as well. It wasn't the best buying experience. So between deployments, I did a real estate school just because I wanted to learn. When something doesn't go well, you're like, why was this so difficult? It shouldn't be this difficult, you know? So I did that. I obviously didn't have time to really work in that capacity, but I just wanted to understand. And then I, again, this wasn't, even the military was that scenic route. It wasn't a career choice. It was what I wanted to do for, you know, that five-year contract and experience some things and then most likely move on, you know, kind of discover what I wanted. I had the opportunity to go to Washington State following that first tour in Virginia and it was for inland search and rescue. So it was just a total different thing. And so I jumped on that. We took that. We moved to Washington, which was just the best job in the world, you know, really, really gratifying job. But there, when we moved, the kind of next accidental discovery, you know, we had to get another place. We had a six month lease on a place to kind of learn the area and found something, you know, about four months into there that we were like, all right, cool. Like, what should we do? But in that time we started, you know, it took a couple months to recognize it, but we're like, now we're getting rent checks 
from our place in Virginia Beach. And again, you know, I'm still pretty junior, so we're not making a lot of money, but now someone's paying that mortgage and then that extra is coming to us in our pockets. It's kind of, that was the realization of like, yeah, we're definitely, definitely gonna, you know, go ahead and buy the next thing. And then, you know, you're living in that and you're like, wow, this is even easier to step up to this one when you're getting a little income from something else. So that was cool. And it was probably about number three that you realize, wow, you can just keep doing this and growing an income. I guess that's when it really set that this is a good strategy just to keep doing. I think one of the big things that I learned from the first investments was just to get started you know, just get going. So if you overthink things, like nothing's a perfect scenario, you can always think, would I make a little more on this one? Should I just wait on this? And I guess the biggest thing was I realized as soon as I could get the next one, get the next one, as soon as I could get the next one, get the next one. And just by taking action, it was just a million times better than, you know, a ton of strategy or a ton of planning. You want to do your research, you want to do the right things, but you just don't have to kill yourself over it. And, you know, waiting costs more than maybe making a 90% decision over a, you know, 100% if there were such a thing. So just the cost of waiting is way more severe. If I were talking to myself about that original property, I would have first said, hey, do a little research on who you're working with to make it a lot easier on yourself. That would have been the first step. Then past that, I would just tell myself, go ahead and do it. I wasn't unhappy with what we got or what we did. It just could have been done at a better price and with a better experience. The only negative of that experience was not working with the right people. But for this, for the investing side, the checks, that was awesome. And that did provide a certain security, if you will, or just that knowledge that there are other things out there besides just your job that can contribute to your wealth and your planning, your future, whatever the case is. The bigger thing I realized is when you have that something else there financially, you never feel stuck in what you're doing. So what turned out to be my military career was again, just pieced together with like two to three year pieces where I'm like, at the end of a term, I'm enjoying myself. And I just think, well, gosh, I'll just do two more years because, you know, I can stand on my head for two years. So if I'm not having fun after that time, cool, I'll just move on. I have options. I had by then one of my degrees, plus, you know, that I have an option of other income or having the security of that really just helped free your mind as far as feeling trapped in a job, you know? And it took a lot of that pressure away because it's like, ah, I don't need this, but if I enjoy it, I'll keep doing it. It's a whole different life when you can look at your job, your career, whatever it is that way. Um, it took on a whole different perspective for me with the military then. Real estate school, you know, really doesn't teach you anything. I, I mean, it teaches some very basics. So all that did, I thought, cool, this will let me know this whole process and I'll, I'll be able to like know what I'm seeing from and like, no, it's like any other school. You learn some basics and then it's up to you to go out and make something of it. So it was exactly the same, but it did give me just enough knowledge, I guess, to be curious to investigate some of the things on my own. So it just like kind of fueled the fire just a little bit. So it was definitely worthwhile in that sense. But yeah, that's really what it does. It just was more of a catalyst of information initially whenever transferring from the you know the first couple of duty stations like uh, i guess it was like everyone else and, and i'm sure there's a lot of other people experienced the same thing i just wasn't aware of it i was still young 
but it was a little bit different instead of the normal you know you're packing your stuff up you're moving to the next place there's something there that you you know you move into and you pay your rent your ba you know use your bah and that's just your repeated process very similar but the only difference for us is you find a rental manager to take care of your stuff that stuff's now offloaded you just take your whatever you're taking with you you show up the next place and then you just start that over learned after the, after that initial episode to just seek out, get some uh, recommendations for a good person to work with or good people to work with, and then allow them to kind of guide you through that. And that made all, that was the biggest thing I would say I learned initially was being more diligent about finding people that we connected with, finding someone that really, you know, knowing a few more of the questions to ask and knowing that they could really help with that process with knowing things about our location to base. For me, you know, we were on alert. So it's like, hey, I need to be able to be there in 15 minutes. Like what areas, how far can we go? What can we safely do? And, and uh, you know, that was mine at the time. But for other people, I know, you know, schools, like what schools they have access to what other family you know things that are there for their family and if you don't have the right people you, you just you've got to find that out for yourself as well and the less time you have to spend looking for those answers the more time you're like right in there hitting the ground getting your place getting set up for work and it's a lot less stress and really by just knowing the right questions to ask right people to work with or finding those people it just alleviated so much of that transition stress so you could focus on getting back to life as usual and into your new job Initially, I didn't know the differences between brokers, lenders, agents, just any of that. I, I just didn't know that there's differences. I didn't know that, you know, there's limitations to what certain people can do for you, what you can't. A lot of the stuff I think we fall back on in the military is what we do know. So, you know, by the time you're set up with like Navy Federal or USA, which both have great purposes, but we tend to rely on those because they're good for our banking and we have access to them wherever we travel. We tend to rely on those for those other things like home loans, car loans, stuff like that. And that's not always the best case at all. So I learned that. That's another one of those, I guess, hard lessons that you learn. You know, you got to learn that scenic route again. So uh, those are some of the bigger things that, that I learned. It was just that different people have different roles and how to seek those out as well. My first two properties, I didn't know about a VA loan like which is the the most phenomenal benefit ever. I didn't buy my first two properties of the VA loan. <laughs> I know that's crazy, right? Like I I just didn't know. I didn't know about it, you know? I mean, I probably heard about it. I'd heard it mentioned or something, but you know, I didn't have like a mentor in my area or someone who was investing or really doing a lot of home purchases. I knew a few people who who bought, but you know, we worked in a small team, so it wasn't like I had a ton of people around me doing different things. So I just didn't know. And then and it's kind of uh, funny now people kind of uh, will hit me up about my business now. Like, oh my God, what's going to happen with these rates go over like four and a half percent or they jump up over five, you know, what's going to happen to your business? And I, I'm just like, oh my God. And I look back and I think my first house was 11 and a half percent, you know, and I still made money, you know, it was great, but that's what it was. Like we haven't always been in these times. So people know what they know. It was the same for me. You know, I didn't know so much back then, but yeah, there's just always opportunity. And that's what I've learned. I think along the way as well is that there's always opportunity and where I've become more focused now on seeking out, not just when I need them, 
but learning which people are valuable to you know have valuable information where we can all contribute together and uh share that information and uh ideas you know because my investing was very simple it was just the simplest but it's like super easy in the military you got to move you can buy something it turns into an investment when you move again you buy the next super simple that's not like you know i just like crayon investing you know it's so so easy but then I start getting interested in these other things. And that's kind of where we got to the point where we are now with this podcast. I just retired with two and a half years ago. And then you get to the point, man, there's so many other ways to invest. There's so many other things out there, like investing from within your IRAs, investing in uh, you know, multifamily properties, investing in so many different things. And, and also just financial preparedness for retirement and to protect your money. That's something that I didn't have an education. I didn't really learn along the way were things like to really protect your money as I'm learning like, wow, these are so many things that anyone can do. So many of them also, you just don't need a lot of income to start off with, get into it. You can start with one thing, you leverage to the next. And that's probably the biggest thing I learned was just how to leverage, you know, leverage your credit, use, you know, a mortgage, use a, a home loan to build that wealth, build that income, you know, as your home appreciates, it's really just putting cash in your pockets over time that you wouldn't be getting. So that part is what I learned along the route. And now, these people that I've, you know, come in contact with, which hopefully, you know, you'll get to hear from a lot of them on this podcast because they've helped me so much of just understanding other opportunities. And sometimes they're creative things. It's great to see other people creating ways to invest. Um, not everything is just like the cookie cutter, even in real estate, cookie cutter things from before people find new ways to capitalize on needs. To me, that's the most awesome thing is when someone sees a need and they're able to like fill that need for people for profit. That's phenomenal. It's not fully altruistic, or whatever, but why would it be? You know, like it's still, you're, you're doing something good and then you're getting a reward for it. So these are the type of people I'm hoping to expose everyone to. For me, at first, I always thought everything had to be perfect. I had to understand everything perfectly to share it. I didn't feel I was qualified just because of, I had success in one realm of something that, hey, I'm not qualified to share that with people. Then I kind of realized again, through association with a lot of these people that it's kind of just wrong not to share it. So along this kind of journey of digging in myself into learning new things, why not just share it while I learn it, as opposed to me feeling like I need to perfect it. And then I can, you know, disseminate information to people that want it. Why not just bring people along while I'm learning it? You know, I can share what I have had success in, and then they can hear right from the professionals as I kind of dig in and ask those questions to try to learn for myself. You know, we can all learn together and hopefully people will take that action because that is the one thing I 110% can say, nothing works if you don't take action. So to get started, you know, you just need to take action. And one of the big barriers is just knowing where to start or how to get it started. We're happy to help you out with that. You can reach out to us, you know, to me directly through our company, Landing Collective. And it doesn't matter if you're moving to San Diego. It doesn't matter if you're looking to buy the house now or if you're looking to invest right now. Reach out to us and we'll put you in contact with these right people. You know, we definitely understand the value of that. We also understand the impact of being connected with the wrong people. So we will handle that you know the people that we're working with if they can help you anyone you hear on this podcast if they can help you we'll connect you with them if you're looking to get started and you're going somewhere else uh, you know like hey that sounds great i should i should use my va loan for instance and get that first home 
if you're not coming here, no big deal. We would rather you know how to start and take that action wherever you are and we'll talk through it with you, let you know the action steps. And then we'll even screen people for you. If you need someone wherever you're going, we'll reach out, we'll interview, we'll screen people, make sure you're taken care of because we just know that that's the most important thing to your success is make sure you have that good experience the first time wherever you are. And then you'll be sure to come back and do it again and again and really grow on it. So even if you're not going to be in San Diego, it doesn't matter. You know, we want to definitely help you out. Actually, a good friend and someone I'd worked with prior to getting into this, someone I worked with in the Navy, when he was moving, I wasn't selling homes or anything, but just through discussions on what to look for, what to do. He moved when he transferred back to San Diego, purchased a home, took the action. You know, I was still overseas at the time. He came back, took the action, got his home, eventually ended up leaving about a year later and moving away about a year and a half, made enough equity from that to purchase a home in their new town. And then we got to you know help out a little bit more with that, just talking through inspections and some things that their agent stuff were doing, which was all great. You know, they had a good experience, but just being able to help give him a sounding board of someone he trusted to just help go through those things. And now this person is just super taken off on the financial side with school working. It changes, you know, his degree is now in finance, just recently graduated. So you'll probably actually hear from him on another podcast, but him and his family are doing phenomenally well where they are now. And really just all the credit to, he took action, you know, made that move. And now every step he's got that to build on. Again, we don't mind, hit us up, let us put you in touch with the right people, let us vet some things for you. We'd love to do that. It just builds us more relationships. And it honestly, it gives us the opportunity to build relationships in our own industry as well, because when we're vetting these people, these are people we might wanna work with more in the future. So uh, you're doing us a favor and we'd like to do you a favor and make sure that you don't have some of those initial experiences that I had. And we totally understand that not everybody's gonna be ready to take that action right this moment, or maybe they're not in that situation. But if you are, reach out to us right away. Or if you just wanna kind of help set up that roadmap to get you to where you wanna to be to move that way, or you know, get in touch with any of the people that we're gonna be working with to give advice on any of the other subjects, just go ahead and reach out to us at team at landingcollective.com or call me at 858-925-4536.